podcast where we hate spinnerbait, but we love Taylor Swift dropping a new album. I'm Michael Ann. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Bethany. Um, We got a lot of Taylor. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We got a lot of Taylor Swift to talk about. That's why we're all here, right? Today at the Super Bowl for, for Tay Tay. Um, also, I just want to wish everyone off the top of the top of the episode a happy Super Bowl Sunday, a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And happy Valentine's Day. All the above. Happy, happiest to all of you. How are you today? (laughs) I am uh, good. I had to get my oil changed this morning. I brought my husband with me. Ladies, you understand. And um, that did not save me from blatant sexism and getting ripped off. So he was actually pointless. And. I'm going to do some cleaning and some uh, reorganizing today, so. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love an organized queen. Yes. I want to do nothing today because you want to know why, y'all? I socialized too much last night and my energy now is a zero. And obviously, I don't regret socializing last night. I was very happy to do it. I was looking forward to it all week. Went out with a little, for a little Galentine's gathering with my gals. And it was lovely. It was ladies celebrating ladies. Um, also, apparently, if I get a couple drinks in, I can do a great Patrick Mahomes impression. And I'm going to tell you, as a stone cold sober person, I can't. I don't even know where it came from. And But I was like, yeah, I think that was, like, good. And everyone was like, that was good. Um, and I wish I could replicate it for you all. But I, re- I just can't when I'm sober. But anywho, um, I'm having a really great time. But I thought, like, this is my naiveness, I guess. Um, my naivete. I was like, yeah, we're going out. We'll be out for like a couple hours. And then it was like this whole evening and I get rid of that FOMO. And so I didn't want to like dip out when everyone else was still having a good time. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to keep going. But at a certain point I was like, I would like to be home. I'd like to be in my bed. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, I would like to not leave the house at all today. I did too much. I did too much yesterday. And now I got to like dial it on back. But it was, um, it was a lovely gathering. It just – it took all of my social energy, I think, of the weekend. And now I'm like, well, that was it. That's what that's what the world gets of me. Now I'm going to be a hermit in my house for the rest of the weekend, and I'm not even mad about it. So, yep, yeah, there is yeah. that. Yeah. Andrew came home the other night from work, and he was like, yeah. I got turned on to a job today. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. What kind of job? And he was like, I would be. So there's businesses, there's there's companies that will go to your house and euthanize your dog in your house. Right. Um, right. So he would be taking the dead dog and transporting it to the crewman. Oh my God, I, I couldn't do I it. Was like, I was like, what? No. And he was like, it's $120 a pet. And I was like, What? I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, absolutely not. He like, he loves dogs way too much to do that. That would break him. Like, he would he would not like that. Like, yeah, it sounds like good money, but like, there's no way he could do that. I was like, (laughs) Andrew, you can't even foster a dog. You think you're going to pick up a dead dog? I was like, and then after a few minutes, he was like, yeah, no, you're right. I was like, I I know. I know. Yeah, that's absolutely just like I couldn't. No. That's traumatizing. And just like you'd see the sad family. That's what I and, said. Like, holy shit. Like I, I was like, I can't do I deal with anything with people losing like a loved member of their family. Nah, no, no. I was like, 
Couldn't do imagine, it. Because he was like really considering it. And I was like, okay, imagine going to pick up a dead dog and there's a nine-year-old crying because their dog yeah. is dead. Like you can't do that. What do you, how's that going to go that. for you? Like I was like, there's, there's just no fucking way. You're like in a wild world, my dude. Are you gonna be? No, you're like that's miserable. That's a miserable yes. job. Like I know you're providing a good, necessary service to a family. Like, For you sure. Know what I mean, like I know that there's like something to that, but like I, I'm certainly not the one. Andrew is certainly not the one to be able to do that necessary service. Fuck I was like, we do not. It would be such a hot. I was mess. like, we do not need money that bad, my guy. Yeah. Uh, like, well, I'd not. rather you Uber Eats. No like, what are you fucking yeah, talking then, about? Then doing that. Like, oh my God. Yeah, no, I couldn't be the person who, like, just rolls up to this super sad family and has to take their diet, their dead dog. No, couldn't. I know. Me. And I was like, I was like, do they give you a card? Do they put the dog, the pet, in a body bag? Like, what exactly are you picking up? Like, right. there was. How do you transfer? You I know? was just like, this doesn't. This no, because I also don't want my car to just be like. And this is where, like, you're going and driving to dinner that night, and you're like, earlier there was a dead golden retriever in the backseat. Like, you yeah. know, what I mean? that's weird. Like that, that would like the stay with you. Thinking of all the like animals, you've like, I no, I couldn't do that. I'd be like, I need like a company van. I need like I need to not see them because like if I saw them, like then it's re- like you know, like you like have a connection with it, and like no, no, Mm-mm. no, absolutely not. I was it. like someday you'll have to pick up a pit bull and he's gonna look like albus and then what are you gonna do like yeah and you're gonna lose I'm, it like you can't yeah you can't do I'm it i'm like oh my gosh you know what's so crazy is my sweet boy albus my little baby my sugar plum he was not alive when we started this podcast which is crazy because I feel like he was yeah, around for so much, so many important milestones. Yeah. But he's been gone for. Uh, oh, yeah, he was already gone. That's crazy. Yeah, he's been gone for uh, almost three years. That's what I what like. That's crazy to me. Like, I feel like it hasn't been that long, but three. Oh, my God. Almost three years. That is wild. I know. No, it's so sad. My baby. Sad. Man, this is really. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on from dead pets. Um, yeah, dead dogs. Oh, my God. I'm so sad. So it's oh, a terrible topic. As discussed <laughs> in the tag, um, Taylor Swift is dropping TS11. And since the last time we recorded, she has dropped the track list. And we have yeah. to talk about it. We have to. So first of all, I love that one of the features is Post Malone. So random. I'm very excited to hear that song. A couple titles that really, really get me in my in my soul is "My Mm. Boy Only Breaks His Favorite Toys." Oh my god! Um, Yes, the "So Long London," of course. Oh, oh my God. That one, I'm sorry. It's track five, y'all. Track five. Oh, my God. I can't. It's going to be crazy. And then I can do it with a broken heart. <laughs> yeah, that that one's, that one's get you. So, yeah, let's. Okay, backing up for a second. So, obviously, our girl Tay is back on tour now. Thriving. Yes. yes. And Tokyo Night 1, she's kind of discussing how she came about the announcement 
And she had like a backup plan to do it in Tokyo. She didn't win any Grammys, but she was fortunate enough to obviously win a couple. And so she was talking about how like, you know, she said at the Grammys, but she kind of elaborated Tokyo Night One about how she basically has been working on this album for the last couple of years. Like the second she turned in Midnight's, she already was starting to write this, which is like so Taylor. So Taylor. Like it was like the second she was done with folklore and she was like, I can't stop writing. And then that's why we got the masterpiece that is Evermore. <laughs> and, um, so she just started writing, which obviously again, as we all know, like the math is mathing. Like this is around the time that like, obviously things were starting to go South with Joe. And she said that she wrote it all the way through like, she's been working on it all the way through the North American leg of the tour. So certain song titles, certain things, obviously, with that in mind, make a lot of sense. Because you're like, okay, so yes, this is, like, the breakup Joe era, but also, like, moving past him and, like, realizing that, like, you know, she's better off without him stuff as well, yes. essentially. So that is some good stuff. And she's definitely better off without him because he was not supportive of her career. Anyway. Yes. Um guilty of sin. Is that like I just saw you know like when we all saw Slut and on the vault tracks and we're like, oh this one's gonna be and then it was like a completely different vibe than what we all like were expecting. So I'm so, so excited to see which ones are gonna be like savage coming for him, like reputation era and which ones are just gonna be like, oh my God, I'm gonna go cry into my soup. This is so sad. You know, like I'm just so intrigued by that very much. So, wow. So long London. I'm so hyped for so long London track fucking five, baby. Let's go. (laughs) I'm so excited. All's fair Um, in love and poetry. It's like, she's like, all right, Joe, uh, fucking buckle up, buddy. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) I'm ready to spill the tea. Um, I'm sure we've also all seen the daily mail article, which has now been like recirculated by every other outlet. And take it with a grain of salt because this is the Daily Mail. So, like, and again, it's just sources. So, who knows if really Joe or anyone close to him has actually said any freaking thing. Um, but I do love that other people are like, you do not date the Taylor Swift and then think that she's really not going to write about your breakup in an album. Like, come on, my dude. Like, he's like, it would be really shady of her to do that. I've been, a, you know, but nothing but a stand-up gentleman. First of all, screw you. Second of all, <laughs> like, there's there's clearly precedent that she does this at this point. So, like, you had to know what you were getting into there. You just, you had to know. Yeah. Um, You know, like, my dude, come on. I also... Seems a little guilty that he's already. If he is again, we can't say for certain that he really is. You know, talking to anyone about this, but if he is, like, he seems a little guilty. He does. He's like already supposedly, again, supposedly, like kind of trashing her a little bit, being like, it would be yeah. fucked up basically if she did this, and it's like, well, no, it wouldn't, and it's very on brand. And have you heard her other ten albums and get over yourself? I don't know. And also, like, such a man being like. Like, the one article I read being, like, you know, I helped her write some of her songs. Like, oh, she couldn't – she wouldn't be a success without me. And it's, like, she's been freaking successful way longer than she ever knew you. She will continue to be successful. Like, because you helped her write a couple of songs, you think you deserve, like, not to be talked about? Like, no. Get, mm-hmm, whatever. Um, personal fave that I'm, I'm very intrigued by is track eight, Florida, for obvious reasons. I also like to think that she, with three exclamation points, this does feature uh, Florence, uh, Welch of Florence and the Machine. Um, I 
I'm very intrigued by this one. One, because, again, what a lot of people are speculating is that, of course, Florida is the first show she played after the news mm-hmm. of the breakup happened. So people are like, ooh, like, is that kind of what we're getting at here? Um, as a Floridian, I've just never felt more seen by mother. So that's very <laughs> exciting to me. And, and also, it's like um, – there's never any songs about the state of Florida. Like, never. Like, literally, people that are from Florida, a.k.a. Leonard Skinner, wrote songs about Alabama being home. So <laughs> um, I'm just excited that we have a song. And I don't really know how much Florida is actually going to feature in it. Probably not at all, to be honest. But I can still claim that Taylor Swift, like, ha- has a song about Florida. So, oh, um, everyone that I work with, I am basically 100% that – Taylor Swift girl TM at work, uh, the Swifty of the office. And I, of course, in the state of Georgia, uh, being a born and raised Florida and being a born and raised Florida Gator fan, um, the Florida Georgia rivalry runs deep. And this last football season, um, you know, there was a lot of like fun back and forth about it at work. So this track listing comes out and you best believe I marched my ass into work and I said, Taylor Swift has spoken and she has chosen so that was maybe good for me. <laughs> we'll see what the lyrics are uh, we'll see we'll see what the lyrics are so that for me was uh just a funny thing i got to to claim um the other day that in, in the rivalry she has chosen us um but of course obviously it has nothing to do with that the actual song um also i just think that taylor swift knows that i started making football shirts out of her songs and was like i'm just gonna throw her an easy one all i have to do next year is put florida through exclamation points put it in orange and blue Got a shirt for football season. Exactly. <laughs> so thanks, Jay. We appreciate you looking out for me. Um, so yeah, so that's that's very, very nice of her. So yeah, I'm obviously, I'm very intrigued by that one. I think the one I'm most excited about is track five because I always love track five and I love that it's called So Long London. Like I know it's going to just be absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but I'm very intrigued by Florida. And I also am very intrigued by Daddy I Love, but Daddy I Love yes. Him. That's going to be... And the manuscript, I just really all of them, all 17 of these tracks, just inject them straight into my veins. Thank yep. you so much. Um, but daddy, I love him. Here are my thoughts. So everyone, <laughs> everyone keeps being like, you know, uh, basically Taylor's dad clearly saw that Joe wasn't a good guy. And, you know, she really thought that, you know, as we can tell from one of these other song titles that she could fix him and they were meant to be. And clearly, you know, he ended up being right. But this was during that time. And here's my working theory, actually, on But Daddy, I Love Him. I think this is when she first started hanging out with Travis. And her dad was like, you know, a born and raised Eagles fan was like, Kansas City Chiefs? And she's like, but Daddy, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and now there's Scott Swift wearing the Kansas City Chiefs lanyard. Um, just kidding. That's not what this song is about, but that's my working theory. That's just my funny theory as to what the daddy I love him is about. I know he's, I know he doesn't play for the Eagles, but his brother does. We can like him, right? And he's like, I'll allow it. Um, yeah. The only one I'm confused of is track 12. What is that? What does that mean? What, what is it? I wasn't, I'm not looking. Track 12. L-O-M-L. Love of my life. Are we supposed to pronounce that as as a word or it is an acronym? Okay, love of my life. Am I the only person who doesn't know what that's what that stands for? Um, yeah. So far, yeah. <laughs> so far, the other so people far, I've okay. talked to. <laughs> 
because I was like, the second I saw it, I was like, L O M L. I was like, <laughs> when I every time I see it, I, this is like me wanting to call this Dead Poet Society. Every time I see it, I'm like, L M A L. I'm like, that's definitely not it. That's not what it is. Oh, L O M L. Yeah, love of my life. Okay, well, you know, I'm a millennial. I don't know. That's probably a Gen Z acronym. Um, I that I did not know. What can I say? But now I do. So thank you for informing. You're me. welcome. You're welcome. Wommel. <laughs> Lommel. Yeah, I was like, how do you? I'm like, how am I supposed to pronounce this? Lommel? Lommel. I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to. Love of my life. I, I'm so excited. I can't even. I literally can't even. I'm, I'm, I just, I. And you know, a new Maggie Rogers album comes out like two days before that or like something like that. And I'm like, oh my God, what a month to be alive. April. April's, April's going to be so great, honestly. I The second I saw the release date figured out, I was like, okay, it's a Friday, and which is like the new day that albums seem to be released in the last, I don't know, probably five years or so. Um, anywho, I immediately looked because every other Friday I have off at my job. And so I looked to see if it was a Friday I had off because I was like, I need that. I'm just going <laughs> to sit home and be in my sadness, be in my feels with it all day. And by the grace of God, I am off that Friday. So can I get an amen? Um, that is very exciting for me personally. I was like, oh, sweet. I get a whole day just to soak it in. I want to request it off, but I'm struggling because I took a week off in January. I'm taking a week off in May and an extra day. I took right. I took the 28th off too so that I can have like a a day to restore my, my life. Um Right, right. And I just bought tickets for a comedy show in Orlando, which I didn't check the date before I did that. And it's on a fucking Thursday. And mm. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I mean, I have a fuck ton of PTO that they give me every year. But I mean, if that is nice. I, I just I'm like, should I? You know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm just fine. Treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. I... The only thing that makes me a little sad is I was like, this album is like meant to be listened to the first time on vinyl, but I know I'm not going to be able to wait because I won't like, there won't be a store that's open. Like, cause this will drop like whatever at midnight or whatnot or 3am our time. I don't know. I can't like when did midnight drop? I know like I listened sure it to it like, when it dropped. Yeah. Like 3am East coast time. And I was like, this is going to drop at 3am East coast time. And I will want to listen to it immediately. And I won't be able to wait to like go to a store. And cause I just decided I was going to pre-order the vinyl off the website, but after what a fiasco it was trying to get 1989 off the Taylor Swift website, I'm like, I'm going to go down to Target and I'm going to buy it there. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'm just going to buy it so that way I know I get it because you pre-order these things and you like, to me, a pre-order means you should get it the day it yes. comes out. And I did not get 1989 on vinyl the day it came out, Taylor's version, the day it came out. So I was like, I just like want to have it in my hands and be able to listen to it on vinyl that day. Um, and I was like, that'd be so dope to like listen to it for the first time on vinyl, but I am not a patient person and I will want it now and I will listen to it for the first time on my phone. So, yep. <laughs> so that'll be how I'm listening to it. But then I will go and purchase it on vinyl and listen to it like that. Um, yeah, I just wish there was a way that I could like get it at midnight on vinyl and then I would just sit up and listen to it like that but alas that won't be the case I uh I pre-ordered it um I have not ever done a pre-order for any Mm. of her albums I mean 
I guess technically like the pink one I bought of 1989 was a pre-order, but it was like, they, she released those colors like what, like a week, two weeks before it came out. So like, but I don't know. The shipping said it's expected to be there on or around April 19th. And I'm like, okay, you better be. We'll see. But yeah, uh, I was like, oh, if like, I was like, should I get it? And then I was like, you know what? I think it's going to be like Target will probably have an exclusive. Yeah. Like that might be a cool looking one. So I was like, I'm just going to get it there. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Or my local record store maybe to support a local business. Yes. Um, I don't know if they'll have it. I think they should have it right away on April 19th, I assume. I don't know. I don't know how that works. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I don't go to a lot of record stores. I always like walk in there and then I'm like, I'm not cool enough to be in here. I'm going to go. And I, <laughs> that's pretty much how I always feel at our local one. But the the people are really nice. Like, the staff is really nice. Um, but the first time I walked in, like, they're all like, rock and roll. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, they just looked a certain way, like, not a stereotype. And I'm there with my husband who's, like, wearing a metal shirt. And there was maybe, like, one other group in there. And they were, like, definitely looking like, you know, like, metalheads, punk rock kind of fans. And I'm like... I'm here to look at the Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran albums. <laughs> and then I like felt embarrassed, like walking up with my album. Like, I want to buy this. But I was like, fuck yeah. that. No, I am allowed to like what I like. And if you're holding like the whole thing of being like a punk fan or a metal, like to be metal, it's like not give a fuck. Right. So I was like, really, this is the most metal thing I can do is like go up here and buy my Taylor Swift. But honestly, on record store day, when they released the Long Pond Studio of Folklore, the guy was like really like he was posting all about it and was like, because you know, again, they know the Swifties are going to show up and shell out money. But he seems to be really happy when people like that it sold well and people showed up to his record store to buy it. So I think like he respects Taylor for bringing him business. So <laughs> he's, he's been nice to me. <laughs> She's like the highest selling musical artist right now. And it's like, what are we saying? Like, I know I just said like I walk into the store and I'm like, Wah! but I'm also like not very smart about music. I don't have like a lot of like I'm not a music guy. I just like listen to it anyway. Um, but like, what does it say about society that we're like Taylor Swift, the like highest grossing? Uh, I almost said mechanic, <laughs> musician. <laughs> Still got that oil change on your mind, don't you? I do. Um, <laughs> Highest grossing musician, like, in the world right now, I think, or the country or something. And it's like, are we just think it's lame because she's a girl? I don't know. Because it's yeah. for girls. I mean, we've had this conversation 14,000 times, right. but, you know. But we're going to keep bringing yes. it up. <laughs> just to reiterate the point. But, yeah. Just to reiterate. I think if you're there and you're keeping the music industry alive and you're buying vinyl, like, people should not give a shit what you are buying on vinyl. Like, I agree. do what you want to do. And don't be embarrassed that you're there, like, buying the girly music or whatever. Because it's good music. And it's popular for a reason. Because a lot of people obviously resonate and care about it. So, yeah. 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 And yeah, and I think somewhere like a record store, it should be for everyone. I just like yes, and, and this is I, you know what honestly has really helped me in life is having like 
this is going to sound dumb, but like working at the movie theater and realizing that the person at the box office doesn't give a shit what you're there to see. Because like my whole life, I was always like, and you know what I mean? Like you'd go up and you're like, I'm going to go see this movie. And I know there's like this like fancy highbrow movie out and I should probably be going and seeing that. But like, I'm going to go see this like dumb rom-com or whatever. And like, I don't, I never cared. Like I never cared. Like I, again, if it was rated R and I had to check your ID, like that was the only thing I cared about. But like, other than that, like you're there to go enjoy movies. I love movies. I don't care what movie you're seeing. And so, like, that made me feel better. Um, and also, obviously, now, like, everything we do is kind of on our phones. So you don't really have to go up to a box office anymore and order tickets. But back in the day, like, that was a legitimate, like, concern. Or, like, even going to the grocery store, I was like, are they judging me for what I'm about? Like, what a weird thing, too. But that's what being a woman is, pretty much. <laughs> you just think you're being judged for everything you do. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So, like, libraries, bookstores. Um, I was always just like, do they – like, the other day I went to a bookstore to buy, like, a YA book, and I was like, is this person judging me? And I was like, I don't care if they are, honestly. I want to read this book. I don't care that I'm a grown-ass adult lady and wanting to read this book. I'm going to read this book. I say, as obviously I host a YA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm out there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I get so up in my head, y'all, about the dumbest shit like that yeah. sometimes. Like, is this person judging me on my choices that I am making to buy – and I'm like, I'm giving them money and I'm keeping this bookstore alive. They they should be happy I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know. So I finally have gotten over that anxiety a little bit, slightly. I, again, clearly it still like trickles up in my head occasionally. But I try my best to be like, no, I'm in here. I am a customer giving them money. They don't give a damn. I'm going to go buy this thing that I want to The buy. people at uh, my local bookstore are so nice. They're like the best. Um, but you know, yeah, we've been to bookstores. We went to that bookstore in Savannah and that lady was not super cool. She was a little bit judgmental. Yeah, she was. And I was like, <laughs> she was very judgmental. I was like, okay, girl, maybe chill out. Um, what YA book did you buy? Yeah. I bought, what is it called? The Inheritance <gasps> Games. Um, and oh my God, my plan is Yes. Oh my gosh. I've read all of them. I'm obsessed with those books. You need to tell I'm me all your thoughts. Yes. You. Okay. I, yeah, we, a couple of the ladies in the office, um, mostly because honestly, actually you are the reason, um, Sami, if you're listening, Hey, um, one of my friends at work has started listening to our chaos episodes. She's not a big Destin girl. And so I was like, well, you can listen to our Destin stuff. Cause like, we just kind of talk about whatever, um, or sorry, our chaos stuff. And you don't have to have read, you know, what happened to goodbye or whatever. So she's been listening to those while she works out, um, which like, wow, wow. <laughs> what a what an icon. I wish I could relate. Um, and so she listened to our year end review and all the books she read. And she is like, wow, I like wish I was a reader. Like I like used to read like a lot of people like I used to read and I just like haven't been reading. So she was like, oh, my God, I know. Like, I feel like I barely read anything last year, except for like things that, you know, I was reading for podcasts and. Um, and so we just kind of got talking about it with a couple other of the book girlies at work. And we're like, let's start a book club where we like try to read a book a month and we'll like get together to discuss it or just like, you know, keep each other honest about like reading, make ourselves read. And so one of the ladies in the office suggested this book and because um, she was like, oh, it's like a little trilogy, but it looks like it should be like a fun, quick read. Um, and I was like, hell's yeah, I love YA, obviously. And so we picked it up and everyone is done but me because I am a procrastinator. Actually, that's not true. Two of us aren't done, but two of us finished. Um, and yeah, but I'm getting on it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it and then read the next two because it's a trilogy, correct? It The fourth one actually came out in the fall. Oh, I've already read it. One of course. Okay. So I'm obsessed. And then she's releasing, I think, a fifth one. 
in like mm. April. Okay, so it's like a full. Okay, yeah. wow. All right, there'll be another one. I gotta, I gotta catch up. Then there's me a fifth one in April. Um, so I should do listen to Taylor Swift, read this new book. But you do have like a ten yeah, hour flight I'm a, I'm coming excited. up. True, that's true. That's plenty of time to get in some good. That is honestly when I do some of my best reading is when I'm traveling. So that does make sense. But yeah, I um. And just, yeah, shout out to you, Michael Ann, helping people whoop, whoop. read more books with all the books you read in 2020. <laughs> Look at you. What an icon. Wow. Oh you know, it's it's yeah, so um, funny because it's like, why did I read so many books last year? Because I live in a town where I don't know anybody. Don't aspire to be like <laughs> me, guys. <laughs> what? No. You are an icon. Don't sell yourself Thank short. You. I appreciate Don't sell yourself short. Um, let's see. I feel like there are some other thoughts. Oh, just quickly to briefly touch. Obviously, we all know that Air Square is coming to Disney Plus. Very excited Woo-hoo. about that. Um, also very excited that Percy Jackson's getting a season two because I did just binge watch the first season. It was mm. very cute. I liked it. So I will be excited to watch some more of it, taking me back to my youth. I actually watched the first episode when my mom was with me, and she was asking me questions, and I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> like, I vaguely remember the story of Percy Jackson. Um, so it kind of, like, certain things came back to me as the show was progressing, and then other things I was like, I don't remember any of this, um, which also maybe some of it was changed in the book. I don't know. Probably. But, um, yeah, it was a good uh, it was a good little, little nostalgia watch for me. But I think they did a – they did a good job. It was fun. I remember liking the movie when the movie came out how many years ago that was. But obviously with a, a TV show, like you can expand on so much more. So it's I'm always happy to see, you know, good book series get TV shows and stuff. That's always exciting. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. I, <laughs> I never read Percy Jackson and I've never seen the movies, but I hear people really mm. love the show. So I'm happy for y'all. Yeah, it's very, it's yeah, it's very cute. It's a good, it's like such a nice little, you know. It's it's definitely of that like Harry Potter kind of vibe, right. you know, like of that genre of YA where it's like the chosen one, whatever. Um, but I remember it was like a good introduction to me and my youth to like Greek mythology because there is obviously a oh, lot yeah. of like Olympians and and different stuff like that. So, um, honestly, most of my Greek mythology I pretty much know from Percy Jackson. So, thank you. Uh, Percy Jackson for that and I was kind of laughing today though when I actually like just finished watching season one because I kept trying to watch it while my husband was away and I honestly kept falling asleep because I would put it on while I was in my bed and this is not a knock on the quality of the show <laughs> like I said very well done show very much enjoyed it but I was just like so tired and I would like lay in bed and like have all the lights off and I'd make it like 20 minutes into an episode and the next day I'd have to start that episode all over again because then you like kind of were hazy on the details of what you did and did not watch so anyways, I finally finished. There's only eight episodes, and I, like, finally finished it today. But anywho, um, so I, I watched this last episode today, and again, like, I know this is something we've touched on a million times as well, but it just is funny to me because, of course, I read this and watched the movies when I was much younger. The same with, you know, obviously stuff like Harry Potter. And I was like, the boys never get criticism for, like, being too good at something out of nowhere. But women always do. Because, like, this last episode, he's going up against the freaking, you know, god of war. And he, like, two weeks ago didn't know that he was a demigod. And, like, barely, like, he learned from a fellow 12-year-old how to sword fight. (laughs) And he's just in there, like, holding his own. And I'm like, but he won't be called the Mary Sue because he's a boy. 
and boys are allowed to get good at something because it's a fantasy because it's a YA story where of course the kid is supposed to be the hero and the chosen one that's why um and it's fine when it's you know a cishet white boy but when it's anything but it's like they got too good at that too quickly they're too perfect that's <laughs> unrealistic um, <laughs> your fantasy novel is unrealistic yeah there's freaking centaurs in this y'all okay and satyrs and freaking greek gods but yeah the 12 year olds already had a sword fight well enough to defeat the god of war that's what bothers you um yeah so percy jackson you little freaking mary sue um but we love you you little cutie i love that yeah i just wanted i just wanted to be called out you know if 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 women can be good at things quickly um men should also get shat on for it is all i'm saying yeah who you, who you picking in the who you picking in the Super Bowl? <laughs> the Chiefs. It's Super Bowl Sunday. She, she's going. She's going. I don't even. Who's the other team? The 49ers. Oh, yeah, 49ers. So there you go. I I think I I think I'm going with the Chiefs as well. But we'll see. We shall see. But I think that's what you heard it here first, folks. If you're trying to make your sports bets, this is the podcast to listen to. I bought like a Super Bowl square or something because my nephew, yeah. my nephew was selling them for um like his hockey team or something. I don't care. Whatever they ask me money for, I just give it to them. You're like, I'm like okay. it doesn't matter what you're asking me for. Here you go. Um, So my brother-in-law like sent me a picture of like the squares and he was like, here you yeah. go. And I was like, what the fuck does this mean? I was like, one of you guys is just going to have to tell me if I win because I don't understand <laughs> what this is. And then my brother explained it to me. And I was like, no, I don't even want to know. That's the thing. You're like, I still, <laughs> you're like, no, just let me know if I want. Seriously. And if I didn't, that's also yes. fine. Yeah, I I got to pick the numbers for the two boards that Mike and I are running this year. And um, I'm, I don't think I have great numbers at all. I have a couple. My friend Kyle just posted his last night. And so I was out and about and I was like, hold on. Like, it's like it's the whole board. You're like, really have to like zoom in on it, you know? So I'm like zooming in and I'm like, it's oh, a terrible number. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I like this one. Um, I actually won last year's Super Bowl squares. Um, the final, the fourth quarter score, I had those squares. Um, so I'd like to thank the Kansas City Chiefs for that last year. And I, uh, I was actually, we had just moved up here to Georgia, to Savannah, and I was like half asleep because it had been a really long day and I, we put on the Super Bowl. I had some pizza and I like dozed off and my husband woke me up and he's like, you just won. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Um, so I'm hoping to have some good luck this year as well. So don't disappoint me, Travis Kelsey. Get me some Super Bowl square. Pictures. My square. Oh, I have more than one square. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that I paid for more than one square, but I was going to say this. <laughs> it's usually like. Five bucks a square. So most people tend to get like. I know five. I Venmoed him 20 bucks. I don't know how much money you gave. Yeah. So you probably got. I. You probably got like five. No, I only got two. Oh, you got two. Oh, he must be a 10 bucks a square person. It's usually five or 10 a square. Everybody so. has their last initial two. on here except for me. Um, <laughs> You're just so Kansas out. City one, San Francisco three okay. is my first square. Okay, that's not terrible. Kansas City, nine, and San Francisco, one, is my other square. Hmm. Not as likely, but also not impossible. Anytime you have a five is what really screws you up. Like, fives and nines are a little hard. 
but they're not too bad. Ones are good to work with. Fours are good to work with. Zero is good to work with. Because obviously, like, then a first quarter, if you have zero, zero, or if you have, you know, 10 or 20 or anything like that, that's a good one. So your scores aren't bad. They're not. I have one that's, like, four and zero, I think. That's probably my best bet is that one because I could have, like, 24, 20, and that would get me something. So we'll see. I think it's four Chiefs, nine or zero. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh, one more thing I did think of while speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um is that I did like that here, again, with all this, like, hoop love, Taylor making it back from Tokyo for the Super Bowl and this, that, and the other thing, that on her last show of Tokyo, she did play um, You're On Your Own Kid, which, of course, is why we all do the friendship bracelets, which, of course, is, like, why her and Travis Reed went together. So I like that it was, like, her her little, like, nod to her guy, kind of, I feel like, um, because, again, she's a mastermind. Everything she does has a purpose. So I think that was her little, like, good luck in the Super Bowl. Um kind of nod to that and yeah she sang about the friendship bracelets and then probably hopped right on a private jet to get to las vegas so can't wait to see her uh to tomorrow and see how cute i mean today when y'all are listening to this but obviously we're recording it um a day before um can't wait to see what her outfit is i'm very excited and um yeah, and the 49ers lady, I can't think of her name right now, but she's the one who designed her one jacket. Oh, yeah. Um, her husband plays on the 49ers, so she'll be there, and she'll be probably looking really cute in a cute outfit. She so. got – I'm here for the cute outfits and Usher. Uh, Usher. <laughs> she got um, a licensing deal with the NFL. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did see that, um, which – Go yes. off, Queen. That's awesome. That's really exciting. So I'm excited to see, like, what she – um maybe get some mass production some cute outfits i uh, hope detroit gets some i'll buy some <laughs> <laughs> i love a cute football outfit it's only like my favorite thing so yeah i'm um excited for the super bowl because i mean i do like football but again i'm just like not really like thrilled by either of these teams being in it um again no offense to travis it's just like the chiefs are like the new patriots so everyone's just kind of bored of seeing them but I do want them to win because it'll just piss off all these guys that are upset that Taylor Swift has ruined their football or whatever. So as a big fuck you to all of them, I kind of do hope the Kansas City wins <laughs> just because it'll make all the Brad's, Chad's, and Dad's mad. And I personally live for that. So yep, let's yep, go. living for it. Um, that's probably it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all, we, all got. we got. Enjoy. Enjoy the Super Bowl safely. Um, Celebrate some ladies this week with Valentine's Day. We'll be – our next episode, I guess, technically, will be dropping on Valentine's Day. So celebrate with us this Valentine's Day. Oh. (laughs) Special special Valentine's Day. Hello. Sarah Dustin episode. Also, um, I am an excellent – planner and excellent mm-hmm. at time management so your galentine's day package is not getting shipped until monday so it will be late <laughs> I, that's acceptable that is acceptable i have had I it ready that. like i've had these packages in my office ready for like a week and a half and i just like keep not going to the post office and then today story of my andrew life. was like I'll drop them off at the post office before I go to work. The post office closes at noon on Sundays, on, sa- on Saturdays, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah, ridiculous early. because why? Most people are working during the. It's when they're off. It's yeah. strange. But anyway, 
Yep. That is, I'm uh, honestly the worst at mailing anything. My little niece will be entering the world soon and I was, I won't be able to meet her right away. And usually I like bring them like a little gift the first time I meet them. And so I was like, well, I'm going to meet her for a while. So I'll just like mail her something. And I was like, she'll be like five years old before she ever gets <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I cannot nail things for the life of me. And it's not hard, y'all. And yet I just struggle with it. So I'm sorry, new little baby niece. At one point, at some point, I will get you your gift. Um, probably not anytime soon, though. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest about the situation. Um, but yeah, everyone, happy, happy Super Bowl. Um, take care of yourselves. Everyone have a good one. April 19th can't come fast enough we are so excited to hear this album obviously and yeah that's it that's all I got same bye (laughs) bye